Hello and welcome KFC Supercoaches to another edition of our mini podcast leading into the 2022 AFL season. I'm Al Payton from the Herald Sun and the official Supercoach podcast, but the Phantoms Lairs own the Phantom is with me again to discuss an interesting prospect by the name of Josh Dunkley from the Western Bulldogs, starting price $558,200, someone I've owned in the past and I've really loved having in my team, but it's not quite clear cut this year whether you start him or do you think is it a pretty obvious pick interesting one it's it's dividing a few he's pretty popular already in kfc super coach out but he he is a lot for me i think in a forward pool that is shallow of rolled gold kfc super coach stars i just don't think you can overlook overlook him he what he did you know in early in 2021 he averaged 129 points per game before injury he was almost the top scorer in the game before he was uh, injured and then obviously 116 in his most recent injury-free season of 2019. So obviously we'll talk about it in a little bit of what role he plays and Luke Beveridge and his magnet board could change things. But I just think what his scoring power is and what he's produced in the past, he's fit, he's working. He's worked on his running over summer, which I think is probably something that set him back a little bit after injury last year. I think he's, he's a lock for me in the forward line. Yeah, so it's quickly looking at his 2021 season, as you mentioned, obviously uh, a year of two halves. From round ones, rounds one to six, he averaged 129 with a lowest score in their time of 117, uh, which was just nuts. And uh, as you say, he was just about the top scorer in all of KFC Supercoach. And then I remember that round six game, just seeing him in the uh, huddle after with the other players, and he just looked like he had a little bit of a hobble going. I didn't really want to read too much into it but I thought I hope that wasn't anything and then comes out that he's got a serious injury and he missed uh, a number of games came back in round 18 and he only averaged 70.8 with a high score of 87 um, in those final five games his four finals a little bit better 53 105 109 84 but definitely wasn't uh, what we saw earlier in the season I mean is that just a case of you know he was he was underdone or is there something going on there with the role because as you say Luke Beveridge always makes you nervous I think it's more about his fitness and his form, a bit scratchy getting back into it Um, because between rounds 18 and the grand final, his midfield percentage was 55%. But in that hot start to the year uh, when he was the number one scorer in the game, it was only 62%, that midfield figure. So it's only a 7% drop uh, when he returned. So obviously still a significant drop, but it's, Hasn't wasn't halved or he wasn't playing half the amount of uh, midfield time or the half CBAs when he did return. It was maybe just playing catch up a little bit with his body and it sort of ties in with the whole, he's taking his uh, running to another level over summer as well. So I think his scoring potential, as I mentioned at the start, probably outweighs the doubt uh, over his position in that midfield because I still think up and going, he, he was so good for Luke Beveridge uh, at the coalface and I think um, he probably does return there and, He's still so good as a forward, but the thing is he still scored so well uh, playing uh, as a, in that dual mid-forward role at the start of last year. So he's a lock for me. I think that he, I mentioned again, it outweighs the doubt over Luke Beveridge. What do you think, Al? Well, his dur- the only other question mark I'd have is his durability. So he's only played 11 games in each of the past two seasons. Yeah. But the nature of the in- injuries, I mean, it's not like he's breaking down with hammies every three weeks, is it? True. It's his... Bit unlucky, and you say about a lot of people they're unlucky, they're just prone to injury, though, in, in a way. But yeah, he's not his soft tissues injuries aren't 
a massive concern, which is a tick. Um, but he does find a way of injured, though. Yeah, I mean, one question, Mark, that we, I haven't heard anybody ask this this year. The last couple of years, we always seem to say, oh, how many Bulldogs can you pick? But obviously, we're not worrying about that anymore. If you want to pick, uh, I think a lot of us picking Jack McRae, uh, maybe the Bond. Um, you've got um, Caleb Daniels, pretty good value in the back line, and, and maybe and Dunkley up forward. You you know, I wouldn't be too worried about picking all those guys, or maybe not four or five of them, but you could certainly pick two or three without too many headaches. I mean, the other one, just uh, to throw you out of left field, is not not uh, on the run sheet because he's not uh, – this is supposed to be about Josh Dunkley, but have you had a look, uh, sneaky look at his teammate Adam Trelaw at, uh, at any stage? His uh, potential value there after – he only averaged 88 last year, but he's averaged over 100 for about 10 years in a row before that. Is that is he sort of just pigeonholed there at the dogs or is he a bit of potential value up forward for us? It's an interesting one. Um he still averaged 98 points in the opening rounds of the year in a full-strength Bulldog side. He was slightly on the outside. The role was a little bit different to his time at the Magpies, but he averaged 98 points as a 483K forward in case of Supercoach. You're a, you're a top six to eight chance in every day of the week. So I think we can't expect Adam Traor to go back to his 110 days uh, as a Magpie, but I think if he can get the three figures, and he's definitely in the uh, top six to eight mix, as a forward, and he showed he, he can still produce the big scores in the finals, um, his last two finals, including the grand final uh, in 2021. He scored 123 and 122. So 483K, um, plenty of value there in Adam Trelaw. Just on the dogs, you mentioned, yeah, I'm not concerned either about um, all of them scoring well together. They've showed they can do that. Um, it's just, you know, do you safeguard yourself against maybe a COVID outbreak or something like that by loading up too much on the same team. But in the scoring sense, I do agree with you that you can't have too many um, of the top scoring dogs. Yeah, no, the dogs uh, yeah, know, know how to rack up points. There's no doubt about that. All right, I think we, we both like Josh Dunkley and maybe yep. having a sneaky look at Adam Trelaw as well. Yep, definitely. I think, yeah, he's one a bit of a left field one that people might overlook because he's, he's not expensive anymore. He didn't average... Average less than 90 if you look at his um, minor round average last year. So plenty of people are looking at him to draw, but there's some value there.